take over the Irish broadcasting scene. It's all right. Just when that red seems to creep up on us, we always seem to escape. Um, a good weekend last weekend following the absolute shocker from the week before. Um, we should have won 4-0. The 3-1 was actually disappointing in the end. I don't know if any of you saw the Scotland-Italy game, um, but I'm pretty sure um, the Columbus Senior Cup team were running around in Scotland jerseys for the last 20 minutes. Uh, what I do love about the Friday Four is everyone has their own story. I know a lot of guys who won last weekend from just leaving out the Scotland thing, uh, doing the treble, doing two of the three. It's all about how you use the Friday Four. I can only do so much. It's then um, a personal kind of choice how you use it, and guys are getting different success off it. So that's that's half the fun of it. Um, and feel free to send us in how you are using the Friday Four. Uh, message us in some sort of platform. Uh, I mentioned previously my buddy who's running the Instagram page, he's really enjoying um, doing that. And he has got a few messages from a few different people regarding some things, and he gets very excited by it. So, yeah, feel free to let us know how you're using the Friday Four. And if you are going to a boozer on Saturday or you and your mate are going in somewhere to, to play something at the Friday Four, you are getting entertained regardless. So the least you can do is go onto iTunes and click the rating button. I mean, how how do you even look yourself in the mirror when you know you're just listening to this, enjoying it, adding um, kind of different aspects to your weekend and you're not clicking? Um, because I'm past saying subscribe. I know what, what people are like. People just want to listen. People aren't clicking buttons. But at least go into the rating thing. Come on. It's on iTunes. Um, let's crack into it. Um, some... Very, very, very interesting games this weekend, and I think, um, I, th- I, I think we're in for for a good one. Um, Southampton host Cardiff. Host Cardiff. They're home. Remember that they're three to four. You do realize that since Southampton's new manager has come in, they're like seventh or eight in the league table. The 15 points in the 10 games he's managed in the league. Those 10 games include City, Chelsea and Arsenal. And the other games, not necessarily easy. We're talking West Ham, Everton, Leicester. They dropped a few points over the Christmas schedule as well, just due to fatigue and not having the depth in the squad. They're beaten in the Premier League in 2019, five games. Southampton are no joke at the minute. I think they're only three to four. They're only two points ahead of Cardiff in the table. But again, Mark Hughes was their gaffer for most of the season. He's after getting the CYM job. Um, absolutely ridiculous odd. Ridiculous. Southampton scored eight league goals at home under this guy. Now, this guy's really working. Like, this guy came in with a rep, said he'd do certain things. He's just out and out doing it. Um, in terms of Cardiff, Cardiff's away record. In 12 games, they've won one, drawn two, lost nine. Conceded 23 
scored seven. Guys, that's not funny. Yes, they won at the weekend and stuff like that. They haven't even been that bad at home, but come on. They're more or less saying it's a flip of a coin, whether Southampton will win or not. How are they saying that? They're definitely winning. Comfortably as well, I'd say. A team basically forget where they are in the leagues, the new managers coming. They're basically seven or eight. They've been tired of one of the worst away sides ever. Won one of 12, scored seven times, conceded 23. Hilarious. Annoyed by it, to be honest. Um, lock it in. 1 0. Let's make it 2 0. Um, it would be very, very silly of me not to include the Ireland game into this weekend's proceedings because a lot of you are going to watch it, so <clears throat> I may as well offer a market. You can't really leave out the Ireland game. Unfortunately, I didn't love the handicap either way. I don't like it either way. Six, no. Don't like Scotland plus six. Don't like Ireland minus six at all in Murrayfield. Hate it. Then I looked at the over. It was hanging around the mid-40s. I was like, yep, yeah, it's an over. Then I saw Rob Carney was playing. A game can't really go over if Rob Carney's playing with just how much boringness and just safety he adds to the game. Catches high ball. Attempts to step one, half does it, then eventually gets tackled. A few boys rook him over. Takes around 30 seconds. Rob Carney takes points out of games. There's not a chance I'm backing an over when he's 15, just encouraging this game of tennis. So there's something else that I really, really liked. For some reason, because there's going to be a little gust of wind apparently in Scotland in and around the time the second half occurs, the second half to be higher scoring than the first is the outsider at evens. The first been 8 to 11. Last year in the Six Nations, 10 out of 15 games were higher scoring in the second half. Two out of three so far this year. 12 of 18. It makes sense. Rugby players get tired, they're battered, they're bruised. They can no longer defend as well. Forwards, absolutely breathing through their arse. And therefore, the outside backs and stuff can exploit it. It's common sense. Arda conceded 82 points in last year's Six Nations. 58 of them in the second half. That's 70%. In Scotland's first game against Italy... It was 53 points in the game. 38 came in the second half. It's quite obvious. Subs come on. Impact subs. Make differences. You, the, the, how, how often you watch a rugby game? Last 20, last 10. Try, try, try. Slow first half. Two teams that need a win here. I think they're exchanging penalties. It's going to be nervy. First 20 could be slow. And then I think you never know what could happen in the second half, but... Ireland could pull away. Scotland's backline could kind of show up and get a few. There could be consolation tries on one end. But it's going to be higher scoring. 100%. Second half higher scoring than the first half. KG affair to start off. Number three. This one. This one's just... If you're not, if you're not on this one, turn off now. If you're not on this one, turn off now. Wales, unbelievable side, by the way. Um, 
haven't lost since they lost to Ireland in last year's Six Nations. That's 10 games. In those 10, they've beaten France twice, Argentina away twice, South Africa home and away, and Australia. People forget they're very, very good in last year's Six Nations, came second, conceded 16.6 points a game. 83 overall, one less point than Ireland. I ranted last weekend about how bad Italy were. And they, they lived up to it. They just had that weird last 10 minutes. For some reason, the handicap for Wales is 18 in Rome this weekend. Ooh, they've made a few changes. Yeah, I still see Williams. I still see Jonathan Davis. Dan Bigger's playing. Then they have boys like Ross Moriarty to come off the bench. <clears throat> the last four times these teams have met in the Six Nations. 38-14. 733, 67-14, 20-61. So 24 margin, 26 margin, 53 margin, 41 margin. How are they giving us 18? People are going to say, oh no, you never know, because they could claw it back late and they, they learn from last weekend. It's going to be different. Wales are ridiculous. 18. Come on. Wales are a proper side. Italy are embarrassing. Look what New Zealand did to them. Like it was 66-3. I know Wales aren't near New Zealand, but like a proper team, not a Scotland. Scotland's flanker and all looked like a junior cup flanker. It looked around 12 stone. They're hooker, again. Tiny. Wales are a proper outfit. Warren Gatlin, one of the great coaches of all time, changed Irish rugby. Two undefeated Lions tour. Unbelievable job at Wales. Wasps. Heineken Cup. They're getting absolutely battered this weekend. It's definitely going to be more than 18. Stop annoying me. Not debating it. I promised you that we'd be going into NBA. So, um, just trying to just trying to feel it out here. Here's, here's number four. NBA. Golden State Warriors travel to the Suns. The Suns are on a 12-game losing streak. They've won 11, lost 45 this season. They're putting their name the hat to be the worst NBA side of all time. Golden State, as you know, are the greatest side of all time. Their team is absolutely humorous. It's like something off a PlayStation game. Like an eight-year-old just ruined us by just signing all the good players to the same side. Durant, Green, Curry, Thompson. It's hilarious. For anyone who doesn't know NBA, it's basically like having Ronaldo, Messi, Hazard... Busquets on the same side. Um, Golden State kind of started slow this season. They're kind of taking the piss. They don't need to really try at the start of the season. They can just kind of try things out and then they just go on these ridiculous streaks. Like they're, they've won 13 in their last 14. Again, for non NBA fans, these teams kind of play every night. They scored 1 4 1 in their last game. And no one got a 30 or anything like that. It was just so spread out amongst the squad. They've got 124.6 points per game over the last nine. The Suns just lost by 28 to Utah Jazz. The Suns have conceded less than 115 once in their last 12 games. Zero in their last 10. Some of the scores Golden State have been putting up recently are absolutely hilarious. Nearly hitting 150s. They're changing the game. You've no idea what they're going to do to the Suns. Again, they just lost by 28 to the Jazz. 14.5. Come on. 
and I know Golden State are away, but a team that just scored 1-4-1. Who's won 13 of 14. Not, not a chance. You can't lock it in. Golden State minus 14.5 against the Suns in NBA. Give it a chance. Let's test out the NBA. Um, have a good weekend. Rate. Uh, check out the Spotify and stuff like that. Apparently, um, apparently it works. I don't know. I'm not sure.